Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Scott Rowland, your newest member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. He will be going in the 2023 class with Fred McGriff, who got in by one of those veterans committees. Just a bunch of Marines voted Fred McGriff in. They're like, yep. That's not, that's not. <laughs> that's our guy. Not the, not the same. One dog. <laughs> not nope. Watchdog. Nope. Crime dog. Crime, Crime dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. You're right. <laughs> One dog was with Lance Johnson, right? Never fear. One dog is here. Ram dog. Right. That's yeah, good to have fun with names. What was it? The instructional video that gets results? Uh, yeah, that was McGruff, that right? McGruff the crime dog? Uh, it's different from the instructional video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. That was Zemanski. That was Zemanski. Was... Thank God people are going to forget what I said. <laughs> Just ask Major League Superstar Fred McGriff. I'm so impressed with the instructional videos by Coach Zemanski. Zemanski. That I've given them my full endorsement. I was listening to both of you, and then I conflated what I was saying. Back to back to back AAU national championship teams. McGruff always told us kids, make sure you hit the cutoff, man. Throw behind the runners. Take a bite out of the infield single. And help take a bite out of crime. Yeah. This is such a stupid radio show. Where's Spiegs, by the way? You know, your kids can learn to protect themselves against crime at home, at school, on the street. Arm strength, quickness, agility, and body control. The essential elements of the winning defensive baseball player. Learn how to keep your family and your community safe. Know what it takes to stop a crime? Revolutionary training techniques developed by professional scout and instructor Tommy Nansky. Find out more. To order your copy, call toll-free 1-800-544-1000. That's 1-800-544-1000. And help uh, take a bite out of crime. Call now. That dog can sell anything. One, two, three. And here we go, Tim. Here we go. Here we go, Tim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Last hour with Aunt Heron in for Matt Spiegel. Still vacationing Matt Spiegel. Who Where's Spiegel? He should be back tomorrow, we think. How yeah, confident have you are heard you that he that? landed? No. You see this weather? Right. That's a good point. You available tomorrow? Uh, I mean, I'd... you'd rather not be? Yeah, I'd rather not be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In an emergency? Same. Nicole? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, who wouldn't? You who know? wouldn't rather not be? Yeah. And who is it specifically on this show that makes you not want to be available tomorrow? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, is any of you named Cabo? No, that's I'm I'm, I'm kind of. Is I'm, it Kids Club time? <laughs> it's getting the kid. You know what? Tanny judged me last year for the Kids Club. We by all the way. did. 
And I don't. Were I, you was, not I, here? Was, I wasn't here. Yeah, you were filling in for Danny. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, there was a lot of judgment about the kids Danny. Club there was like year. a fifteen-hour day that Aunt and his wife were going on some Mexican excursion, <laughs> and they put Bishop in this this uh, predatory like child cage in Cabo. Just said, figure it, it out. It was bro. a pre-K Gen Pop. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. They all had orange jumpsuits on and everything. No, I mean he had a grand old time. And the first day last year was Costa Rica, and the very first day he he went there. He was nervous about it. We were nervous about it. And then we went to pick him up. He's like, man, this is great. Can I do? Can I stay longer? So, uh, maybe not this time. And then we kind of talked about it more that evening, and everything was was honestly awesome. So that just made the vacation very comfortable. So now he's excited for Kids Club this trip. We're very excited for Kids Club. Will this it be trip. every day, or will you do anything with your kid on this vacation? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see. See, the thing is, because like last trip last year, like my wife is a great golfer. I'm not, but we like to play golf, so we knew last year's trip there was going to be a good amount of golf being played my wife screwed up her thumb recently so there's not going to be any golf being played so there's going to be some kids club time but there's not going to be like a four-hour chunk of the day where we know we're going to be doing something he can't participate in but i mean you could just booze on the beach and leave your kid in kids club it sounds genius but i was just curious if there's anything that you'd like you'd maybe want to Take Bishop into the pool or the ocean or mm. on an excursion or, there's you know, be with your kid. Yeah, there's going to be a good amount of that, but there's probably going to be a decent amount of time where he's hanging with people his size and we're hanging that's with people br- our size. That's brilliant, man. I I respect it. I'm, I respect I'm excited it. for the first time you experience it. Uh, yeah, I. you told me about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about it. I'm really looking forward See, to people it. People usually, the our first you know, kind of mental exercise with it was people telling us about Disney cruises, which we, we, we're not at a point where we're good being on a cruise ship again yet. But doing <laughs> or this ever deal, again? Maybe not ever again, but do, yeah. doing the deal last year, that went fine, and we're, we're looking forward to uh, when we head out this weekend. Right, Danny, you. you get to experience Kids Club every day of the week. Number one, you have a, a great nanny, and number two, you get to leave the house for work. Steph is at home. Steph does work. For, yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Life is dude, a kids club for dude, Danny Parker. Sat- Saturday's the longest day of my week. Okay, <laughs> but because your sons have to watch football with you. No, no, there's no because there's no child care, and I can't. I you know I I I can't really use. There is child care. You are the child care <laughs> for the tenth time. When there's no nanny, you are the child care. But that's what I'm saying. You're, I, but, you're I'm, but I'm babysitting your kids. But on Sunday, I get some reprieve at times for watching the NFL for work, especially bears games. It's like, I gotta, I gotta plug into the matrix and, and watch these games. And, but on, on Saturday, man, that's just, that's 7am till 7:30 PM of like, I'm totally responsible for these kids at all times. It's very difficult. I mean, in theory, you're responsible for them. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but you do, you do end up involving other people. But in when that and he when, says this stuff all the time, man. <laughs> it's, it's constant. I mean, they're the responsibility that's inherently yours of course. as their dad. Sure. But my point is this, that like when I leave the house, I can't, like if he fell down right now and hit his head, I can't do anything about it. Because yeah, you're not there to push him. <laughs> I can't feed him right now. That is on the nanny, and then secondary line of defense, yeah, is my wife, who works from home. I would only get called into a parenting situation in a true emergency. Mm-hmm. I'm 15 miles away from home right now. I got what, what can I do? And it's bliss. 
It's so great. It is so great, man. I listen, all love in the world to the stay-at-home parent. Right. I, yeah, I couldn't do it. It's a lot. Oh my god! Do, do you not know? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. I, I also knew what I signed up for, but yes, yes. Oh, I know what I signed up. Yes. Right, but, right, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't listen. You got like seven jobs, dude. <laughs> I don't see you staying home playing dinosaurs twelve hours a day. I it, it's it's a lot. Uh-huh. You love it. I love it. I right. love wait. I I do the more. I love playing with my kids. Right. I love doing the magnetic tiles and the dinosaurs uh-huh. and playing chase and the little golf game that we got. I, I love playing with Owen. And so to be clear, for the ninety little, minutes, the, the little golf game that he plays with them is yeah. Danny goes and practices his chipping and then has Owen chase the golf ball for him. That's the little golf game he plays. That's we got, a, we got an indoor okay. golf game. Smart ass. Oh, so he doesn't have to run as far <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's for him. He hits the ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm teaching him to swing. But the point is, yeah, dude, I, again, you cannot throw shade here. You're giving your kid in kids club and you have 17 jobs. You're not a no stay-at-home dad. very, very judged about the kids club last year. I really did. I get I it. I remember that feeling. I didn't remember if you were here or I was not. Was here. I was not here. I, I, was, just, I was just hating. I remember I've not been on vacation like that in a while. It was very judgy. And yeah. it, was, it was the first time we did it, too. So I was already kind of apprehensive about it. Like, how close should we stay? How far across the globe are we willing to go to do this kids club thing? And I opened my heart up, which is not easy for me to do. I shared yeah, my sure. soul with those How'd that two work out for you, and It didn't go well. It didn't go well. No, I completely closed back down after that happened. Texter, keep talking about that nanny, Danny. It makes you so relatable to those of us who have actually had to parent. Yeah. <laughs> F off. First of all. Danny and Steph are wonderful parents. They have we two parent. wonderful kids. We parent. They just both work. Yeah, exactly. We have full-time. We, we do full-time. So you can, you can get a nanny, and you can do daycare. And with two kids, like, am I going to pay for full-time daycare? And have a baby at home and then pay for childcare. That's ridiculous. Or you can pay for someone who can do both. That's what we do. And by the way, I'm not the everyman. <laughs> Don't like breaking news. <laughs> like, like breaking news on the score. Like I, I I love you, but I mean, come on. No, I have a nanny. I work hard, play hard, baby. You're going to Cabo. Like, I can't wait to go to Vegas and not bring my kids. <laughs> like, you know hey, what I mean? I ain't gotta relate to nobody. Look at me. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're not the everyman. <laughs> I look like some everyman, but I, yeah, yeah. But this microphone, it's afforded me right. some uh, non-everyman Good privileges. On Good on you. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Huh. Relatable. They <laughs> uh, tuned into the wrong show. I'm just saying. Like, like come on. I paid. I, I pay, pay people to assemble furniture. Like, I, I don't know what I'm I doing. I remember that coming up. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't pay them, though, do you? No, they did it out of the kindness of their heart. Oh, okay. But then ever since. Right. <laughs> we got a little free music out of the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to listen to Hey Ya by Outcast <laughs> 10 nice. times in a row. Okay. Yeah. Maybe On a, a contact high somewhere while he was relaxing. Carpet. He yeah. was vibing while you guys were doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. So, so, try single parenting three. That's it, why I started this by saying all love and respect to single parents <laughs> and stay-at-home parents. Nah, I could do it. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievably difficult. Not for me, just being honest. It sounds very hard. Huh. You're a single parent. Maybe look in the mirror. See why. No. Mm. No. Mm. That's terrible. That is a terrible thing. That was kind of judgy, too. I'm just saying, being a stay-at-home parent, it, it, it's a, a difficult skill set. That's all I'm saying. I 
you people know what I'm talking about if you've actually raised kids. It's very, very hard to do all the time. Sometimes you need adult interaction and jobs and those sort of things to take some breaks. That's what I do. Well, mom and daddy about to get some adult interaction next week. Good for you. Tell you that yeah, much. Cabo adult interaction. <laughs> kids club 24. Kids club go overnight. Uh, I mean, it can. <laughs> yeah, we we haven't determined in advance when or if we may take advantage of that. But yeah, yeah I mean, maybe dinner time. Maybe we we'll do a, a, a parents' dinner at some point. There you so. go. There you go. All right. There's no way to transition uh, naturally here. Where uh, is the Marconi, by the way? <laughs> it's back in the. It's back in our okay. office. It's uh, back you, in our you've office. already gotten bored with it, like DP. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't want to leave it out here for Molly and Haw and Bernstein uh, and Holmes. Yeah, you know, right, so then I got to right. transport it every day. And, uh, I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's it's a lot. It's heavy. Yeah. I, I'm not the everyman. I can't be. I can't be. I can't be lifting. <laughs> pay the, someone to move your Marconi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a Marconi lifter. Or pay someone to move Dan Patrick's Marconi. Yeah, but he's off. But he's off today. The uh, yes, exactly. Uh, All right. Whew. Sports. Sports. Today is the one year anniversary of the hiring of Ryan Poles. Yesterday, we talked a lot about Matt Eberflus. Good job, bad job. Do we have enough information on him? What I would say on polls is, on the whole, very successful year one. Because he hired a coach that we don't hate. Mm-hmm. Um, yet, right? Yet. And I, and I, it can happen quickly. Yeah. And I'm more skeptical, I think, of him than the majority. But regardless, hired a coach that we don't hate. And that includes Luke Getze, by the way. So big decision there. Justin Fields took a huge step forward. Whatever role he had in that, got to get some credit. And in a year, transforming the roster that quickly, harshly, in its totality, just showed a level of decisiveness. Didn't get pushed around on the Roquan Smith thing. Maybe he hated the decision that he made, but he stood with his conviction. And overall, got the number one pick, a quarterback that he likes, and the most cap space in the league, and he turned over the roster. Okay, those are the positives. The negatives, I don't know how many diamonds in the rough we can really say that he found. Yeah. Jack Sanborn, Braxton Jones, we'll see. Uh, Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, we like. But I had some real issues with the positional value use of the Brisker pick, and I said it the day after the draft. I wanted them to take a receiver with that pick. Four of the next six picks were receivers. Uh, And then I think that that set in motion a chain of events that forced him to overtrade for Chase Claypool because of this free agent wide receiver class not being good. Obviously, that pick, that trade is not looking so good. So there are pros, there are cons, but overall, given the state of the resources that he's acquired, I think a good first year for Ryan Poles. What would you say? Yeah, I, I, I agree, good. And, you know, obviously just being one year, the, the one-year anniversary today, there, there's a lot of this that will just play out as players – develop and just in you know from a very macro perspective I talked about this a lot during the season that I love the fact that Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus both talked a lot about development that was something that lacked so much really with the previous couple of of regimes and you know the majority of it under the, the Ryan Pace watch but then through a couple of different head coaches development of the roster development of young talent on the roster development of players who they drafted or signed as free agents and tried to nurture, you just didn't see players getting better while they were with the Bears. And that that's what the best teams in football can do. They, they can turn 
good players, good prospects into excellent players, into great prospects and, and perennially good players. Consistency, and there, there was never any consistency established with most of the players. You know, if you go sign somebody else and bring them in who was already good, that's one thing. But are you developing your talent? And you know, the Bears haven't done that in a long time. You hear Ryan Poles, you hear Matt Eberflus talking about that. So at least there is attention being paid to it. The results will end up needing to show here. It's great to see Jack Sanborn on the field being productive. Does he become a great inside linebacker? No, I, I wouldn't bet on that yet, yeah. but it, it's good to see that. You saw a bunch of defensive backs, especially late in the season, who have a lot of promise. And even those second-round picks, like the value perspective of that, did the roster need a receiver with one of those spots? I love the Gordon pick because I think corner is arguably the second most premium position in terms of value. I know most people would say pass rusher, but it's at least in the conversation right. with, with tackle, corner, and, uh, and, and pass rusher. So I, I love the Gordon pick, mm-hmm. the pedigree, corners from Washington, his attitude. I, I, thought, I thought it was great. Didn't have a consistent rookie year, but I thought he had his yeah. moments. The Brisker thing, I just thought it was an overdraft for a box safety, but he played great, and he showed a lot of leadership and intangibles, and maybe he'll end up being the captain of the defense for a decade. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that, so that was the old. I I, li- I personally liked the Gordon pick. Didn't love the Brisker pick, but Brisker looked really. They, good. I thought, I thought even, Brisker looked good. And I think not as much even Brisker as a prospect should be the concern in that slot. But just what did the roster need? You, you would have been better off likely taking a skill position guy who could help. That your was my thought at your the time. Offense, help your QB. Yeah. So I think there's there's solid logic there, just in questioning that aspect of it. But you got two good young football players who yep. you you hope develop into excellent football players. Um, the the reimagining of the roster, the, the reshaping the cap position of the team, you put yourself in a great position because now you have the, the most cap space in the NFL. It made this first season difficult to stomach in some ways for folks who, who were hoping for the games to feel more fun beyond the quarterback. And it led to a lot of discussions throughout the year of, of how the current team wasn't as competitive as they could have been, perhaps even should have been if he didn't do that. But now we're here to the offseason. We see that plan in place. And what I really appreciated about the way that played out is that I truly don't believe Ryan Poles went into the season, even after those offseason moves. I don't think he went into the regular season beginning saying, I want us to have the top pick in the draft next year. But as that began to materialize, he adjusted on the fly. So, yeah, I, I, was, I wanted to clear cap space. I wanted us to be a team. You know, I, I didn't think we were going to be a team who's great. That's where I feel like he was at mentally. But then you get to that last month and a half or whatever, and it's like, you know what? Number one pick's on the table. We're not going anywhere. And you saw him over the last, whatever, couple of months of the season begin to, to handle things personnel-wise in a way where you could tell they're building towards the future. And then when number one pick was legitimately there to be seized the last couple of weeks, then he made moves that put them in a position where that was likely. Yeah, I think that that was – I love that part of it. Seemed like he got it. Mm-hmm. Like he got the plan. He orchestrated the like, tank. Do you agree he didn't begin there but then oh, kind of morphed not. into it? Now, De- you know, not everyone would do that. Not everyone would, would sort of skew the plan during the season and has the foresight and the willingness to kind of make those adjustments. Yeah, I mean, like I think that he always thought he was going to trade Roquan even though he didn't say it publicly. I think he thought he was going to trade Robert Quinn even though he wouldn't say it publicly. See, I, I think he legitimately wanted to keep Roquan but knew he was never going financially where Roquan wanted to go. Oh, I think he wanted to keep him before the year. I'm saying uh, when the contract negotiations broke down in August, mm-hmm. he said, my intention is still to sign the player. Mm-hmm. 
But then he never engaged. We, the reporting. Oh well, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it, you know, Roquan said he was done with it. The Bears are like, all right, we're not going to overdo this. And so they this never either. reengaged. Right. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like, well, we're going to. We should trade him now mm-hmm. to to get value. Right. Y- you know what I mean? And I and I and I. So I thought once there was a fork in the road, he went down one direction, and he could have tried to backpedal and could have met Roquan's demand or he could have let it play out to the end of the season and then maybe you win one of those games right. if you've got a better player and then you don't get the number one pick like he he committed to his choice of the four and it's the it's the choice that I would have made mm-hmm. frankly so I agreed with it at every step of the way but even if you disagreed with it he at least had conviction uh with with how he went you said uh you wanted to talk Jalen Johnson I want to do that on the other side because that's part of it too like now the, the teardown's easy relatively the build is hard mm. is he a cornerstone he could sign him this offseason to a contract extension Jalen said with us he wants to talk and he definitely wants to be a bear and get that deal so we'll talk a little Jalen Johnson and then we'll get some divi- uh I keep saying divisional uh, championship that's ridiculous that was in the past championship Sunday is in the future do that a little bit as well with big aunt Heron next on the score Oh, no, for sure. I don't, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying in terms of the timing, I wasn't doing that in an extra interview, but nah, that definitely is something that I'm going to shoot for. I'm going to push for. I know my agent's on the same page as well, and I think, and I'm very sure Ryan is well aware. And I feel like there has to be some plan or some talks that he's already had or is planning on having. So I feel like that's definitely a, a realistic option. Just trying to see what he wants. So that's Jalen Johnson with us. You can get your questions in for one last thing. Text or twitch him in. Take advantage of having Big Ant Heron here with us. What did you want to talk about with Jalen Johnson? So I think we were talking a lot about Roquan Smith a, a moment ago, and it feels to me like Jalen Johnson is in a very similar position to where Roquan Smith was where hmm. he's a guy who's shown himself to be amongst the premier in the league at his position and he doesn't necessarily have the stats to back up the potential for trying to reset the market like if if I'm the next guy who's supposed to get paid at this spot and I'm amongst the the top 5% of of the guys in this league and everybody around the league respects me they look at my film and they say I'm one of the best then if I'm going to get paid like one of the best, the case that Ryan Poles will be able to make will be that your numbers don't indicate that. You statistically don't have that proof. I love you. I'm watching the same film. I think I can be. you can be a guy I build this team around, this defense around, and we can make a championship roster with you. But I don't necessarily want, want you to reset the market. If Jalen Johnson isn't looking for that, then hopefully it'll be a fairly easy deal to do if he and his reps – Want to reset the market because, you know what, Aaron Rodgers doesn't even want to throw at me. I'm, I'm the best corner in football. Bears are probably going to look at him and say, well, then pick the ball off, man. And he doesn't. Great point. Love this cop, uh, topic. Love this conversation. I couple things. It's different than Roquan in two ways, just financially. Mm-hmm. One, Roquan was a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. So his rookie deal had real money attached to it. And the fifth-year option – He's negotiating off of that big number. Uh-huh. Jalen's not, he hasn't made life-changing. I mean, he's made life-changing money for all yeah, of us, but right. he, he has not made life-changing generational money. Generational wealth. Genera- and and right. compared to his peers. Yeah. Like, he is not wealthy compared to his peers right. that, that you're talking about. So, 
Now, how does that factor into it by comparison? Though? Okay, well, so so Roquan... Like, one should settle for more or less because of it? or Roquan can literally say, I get to negotiate off of the fifth-year option number mm-hmm. because that's the minimum I can make next year. Uh-huh. The minimum Jalen Johnson can make next year is whatever he makes. It, I don't even know what it is, four million bucks? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, right. it's a very low number. So they can... The number they can dangle in front of him is so much of a raise mm-hmm. that even if it's not, so I just I just looked it up. Um, I will be floored if he thinks that he can reset the cornerback market because mm-hmm. it's a premium position. He doesn't have those numbers. And he hasn't gotten paid yet or whatever. Like the, so, for guaranteed money, it's seventy one point two five million that Denzel Ward got. Okay. Uh, it's funny because I said 71.25 because the previous one was Jalen Ramsey. That was 71.2. Okay. So it, it was real right. important to Denzel yeah. Ward. Uh-huh. To, to right. ba- and he got 50000 extra. Uh-huh. Um, it was the They're the exact same deal. It's so that was their guarantee over how many years? Five years. Okay. Five-year, $100 million deal and uh, literally an extra 50 Gs <laughs> for, for, for Denzel Ward. Then there's a drop. Marlon Humphrey got $67 million guarantee. Uh, then there's a drop, Marshawn Lattimore, Tredavious White, Byron Jones, 58, 55, 54 guaranteed. Where I wonder if it's going to come in for him, for, for Jalen, is if he would say, I want to bet on myself, but I also want to get paid. I'm only 22 years old. Those guys signed five-year deals. Give me a three-year deal with the majority of it. So I can hit free agency again. Mm-hmm. I have my generational wealth. And I'll still be in my prime. And then I'm a free agent again at 25. So three-year deals often go to more veteran players, Darius Slay, guys like that. But Marcus Peters signed one. Uh, three years, $42 million with 32 guaranteed. So th- like so- something like that, like maybe gets it done. Maybe you go... I mean, but like, let's let's just say Tre'Davious White. Let's mm-hmm. make him a top ten paid corner in the NFL. If tomorrow they signed Jalen Johnson to a four year, sixty nine million dollar contract with fifty five guaranteed, and you had Jalen locked up for his age twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, and twenty six year old seasons, I'd be okay with that. I think he, you know, what I mean, I. It's a it's a tough position. It's a premium position. And dudes never throw at him. Mm. So good defensive coordinators should be. And 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 it's why that injury was so terrible in terms of the timing. He shadowed AJ Brown. Yeah. Right. And then the ne- and then if he would have come out of that game healthy, you had Diggs coming up. You had Diggs coming up. You had Amon Ross St. Brown coming up. Right. And you had um, you had Jefferson. Yeah. So we were going to get to see how much shadowing he was going to do yeah. outside the numbers in those games, and only the Bears can answer. Uh, what they were gonna actually do in those spots with those guys, but I don't know. About you. I I'd be comfortable making him a fringe top ten corner in the NFL. I'd be floored if he wanted to reset the market because you could you could just you could franchise tag him after next year mm-hmm. and then negotiate off that and make him prove it two more years if you if you wanted to play hardball, which is why I think it should get done. You know, like I, I think that Jalen would want to get paid sooner, and then I think the Bears would want to keep the flexibility of the franchise tag, and and again, they have to spend money. 
Like Ryan yeah. Poles, like by rule, has to spend money. Right. And if you don't sign some of your own guys, you're going to overpay mediocre free agents mm-hmm. just to get them to sign. So I it I it feels like maybe give your own dudes who you like a little bit extra on a contract extension to keep some of that flexibility to roll over some caps. So, so like I expect a Cole Komet and Jalen Johnson contract this offseason. And Cole Komet is obviously and definitively the guy who hasn't proven as much as Jalen Johnson. David Montgomery is not at the elite status as Jalen Johnson either. They got multiple guys here who who you could see the Bears not only going out to accrue new talent over the offseason, but some of these guys internally, you know, Darnell Mooney. Do you do something with Darnell Mooney? What I can't answer like that a one now. Number? Yeah, I, to me, that's one of those things that, like, I said before the year that I was a big Mooney believer, and then I thought it was really frustrating how inconsistent it was with him, and he had some good moments. I have no idea about him from the injury. Like, that's going to be, like, they have to know that. Is he coming yeah, I mean, back? How you know what? You think it was a career ender? I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was a career ender. Um, I don't think it was a career ender. No, but he's undersized already, right? Uh, and so you just want to be sure he's a good football player who's not amongst the elite receivers in football. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And so, um, I mean, listen, he's not as slight as Tariq Cohen, right? He's not. It's not. I'm not saying it's that. But when a dude is a hundred and what is it, 180 pounds, when when a, probably at the most, yeah. yeah when, and then you suffer. So like his asset is his speed and agility. Mm-hmm. That's his asset, right? So you have to be a little concerned when that guy suffers that injury, and you just I, I'm not no I don't, it shouldn't be a career ender, mm-hmm. but would I want to see it? See that he comes back from it before paying him. Yeah, I pr- I think I would, uh, unless he's willing to take a huge bargain discount, uh, which he might because like Jalen Johnson and even more so because he was a fifth round pick. Right, he hasn't been paid. Yeah, so th- those are the guys that should be fairly easy to extend unless they are superstars. That's where like financially, you know, you mentioned Tariq Cohen. For him, as a mid-round, late-round draft pick, uh, yeah. he made a pro bowl early in his career. You re-sign him as soon as it's available, but you re-sign him at a number that doesn't handicap you know, your your cap position and that for one, the seasons to come. That, I'm so happy about that. And it happened just in time. The week before he got hurt and right. he did it in the season. Right. So rare. Yeah. Like that, that was like a stars-aligned uh, situation. Uh, all right, so quickly here. Yeah. What do you, you have some, some pain medicine – football injury experience oh yeah i'm just just like mm-hmm. i want to bet the game okay. i can't i cannot wait for chiefs Bengals. Uh, i think i think it is like everything that we want in a modern pro sport rivalry it's like honestly like in the era of free- does that one excite you more than maybe the two best rosters in football yeah. you got maybe the two best quarterbacks in football in the afc maybe the two best rosters in football in the nfc they're both great mm-hmm. i, I it, it's a perfect championship sunday i think it's it's perfect uh, other than the Mahomes injury. The Mahomes injury is the only thing that like takes a little bit of the juice out of it, puts a little bit of an asterisk yeah. or, or, around it. Uh, it's hard for pro sport rivalries to 
matter, right? Like Johnny Damon plays for the Red Sox and the Yankees. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, it's hard in, in this era of football and, and sports for it to be really hated. These teams seem to like really hate each other. There's a ton of trash talk. There's a ton of history. The Bengals have won three straight games in right. the last like 14 months. And I know you're a big uh, Mahomes guy. I mean, do, do you see Burrow kind of inching into that conversation or do I, you I, need more individual accolades I, first? Yeah, I mean, like, Mahomes has... He's about to have his second MVP, and he's got a ring. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that Mahomes. But if Burrow's four and zero against him, does that sway it much for it, you? It, yet? it 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 makes him the definitive second best, mm-hmm. and it and if he gets a ring, he will certainly have some some argument. He yeah. has Chase and Higgins, and Mahomes put up fifty two hundred passing yards and led the league in touchdowns without Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. Like I. With Travis Kelsey, but yes, yes, very Yeah, but does the individual record of us playing each other matter? Because I'm not on the field playing defense. It's a good point, Pat. I can't stop Joe Burrow from scoring with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. You're right. I can't do that. No, you're not I don't even have a wide wide receiver one. I just got some tall tight end. That's right. No, it's a good point. I'm going to have Shane do a cameo as, like, Cookie Monster and and play that for for my son. That's just Pat Mahomes. Yeah? Yeah, that's just what it. it... Uh, but what what do you expect? Am I getting eighty percent of Pat Mahomes? Oh no 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 no. Uh uh-uh. Okay. Am I getting seventy five percent? Like no no no. So because and his, Mahomes, his lower body matters so much. I yeah, think it's we, his superpower. We look at the arm angle and that kind of boogie whip action he puts on the football, and yes, that that matters a lot. He'll have this full week to kind of work through the lower body not being available to him. But the second reaction is such a huge part of his game. And so, yes, on the now routes or the the passes where he doesn't need the laces, he'll be much better at those this weekend than he was the other day, just in the midst of the injury where he was even struggling with that. But if, if he's not putting the Cincinnati defense in second reaction mode, then you are losing a lot of what makes him so special. Now, will he still at least be able to manipulate the pocket in small ways? We started to see him as the game we're on last week. Get more of that going. But 75, 80, 80%, I'd be, I'd be shocked if you still even get that. He's not going to wait until game day to, to shoot it up for the first time. You know, that, that'll happen at least once, probably multiple times throughout the practice mm. week, just so he at least sees how the foot responds to it. And exactly what the injury is. Is it only a high ankle sprain? I mean, that's bad. Is there even a broken bone in there? I mean, you know, we we hope they, they've gone MRI and CT scan and x-ray and everything else just to be certain on what he's dealing with. And with that, then, you know, all right, if I'm numbing my foot up, then are there just a bunch of bones crumbling around and rattling around in there? Like that was a position I was in in Detroit. I didn't realize it because all we did was an x-ray. And then I just kind of limped around through it. So you do want to make sure, and I'm, I'm confident they have, Get every scan, every look at it that's possible, and then know, all right, if I'm going to numb my foot and not be able to feel the lower half of my body, you are putting yourself in additional peril. When you do that, that's very likely what he's going to do. There's either, you know, like Toradol is basically a super strong anti-inflammatory where you can still feel that portion of your body. You just dull a lot of that pain. I've, I've had teammates in the past who just would take Toradol before a game just because it made them feel good. Sure. Even if they didn't have like a, a true fresh injury. Now you go beyond Toradol, then you have things that are true numbers, true painkillers, where you're not feeling that part of your body. It's more dangerous in that sense. And he's still, even without the pain, will struggle moving around a bit. So you're going to get a very diminished Patrick Mahomes. 
It's going to be a crazy game. So that's that's the other reason you can't put Burrow ahead of him if he wins. This guy's got a bad ankle. I mean, he did beat him three other times where he's healthy also. I know. Okay. He win an MVP or two. And I agree. Joe Burrow is not the, the quarterback Patrick Mahomes is. But If you were starting a franchise for next season, Mahomes would be the first pick of every right. general manager in the league. Yeah. Right? Every team. Right. And you, you got to like know how you – like, I mean, Yes. Is, is the simple answer yeah. to your question, yes. Two stylistically different guys. We will answer your questions for one last thing next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on The Score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for One Last Thing. Well, let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else and we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the one show. Question. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One Last Thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. You text them and twitch them. Shane gathers them and asks them. We all answer, unless they're directed to one person, like in this case, Anthony Heron. What do we got, Shane? Yeah, we're, we're pretty big Ant Heron heavy today with the questions. Good. Uh, twitch from Coach Ryan. For Big Ant, what's the hardest hit you've put on anyone at any level? Um, hmm. We've seen the Tom Brady video. It's not that. No, that wasn't that hard to hit. Um, actually, Zach Kustak. I, man, I cut him in it. Drew Brees. Drew Brees was frustrating because when you would hit him, you could hear the air leave his body. He may roll over slowly on occasion, but then he would he would make the effort to like pop up really quickly and act like you hadn't affected him. So that, that could get frustrating. But yeah, cut Drew Brees in half a, a good few times. From Crazy Dave on Twitch for Big Ant. How many times during those holiday shows with Zach Saban did you have to bite your tongue when he was firing off his Justin Fields takes? I mean, I... I like to let people get their thoughts out. And I, I'm accustomed to working with people who don't make sense. So Zach, it wasn't difficult, but then I just try to, you know, make make the point of of what made more sense in, in certain certain situations. From the 847, everybody, how do you think Wani will react tomorrow to Danny yelling, I feel a poop coming? <laughs> I assume that Tanny's going to be a good close personal friend why would that come up yeah yeah and i, I can't i can't imagine just why out of context it would it would come up yeah i think it's gonna be i think wani's just gonna be so shocked to see both speaks and i in studio together he's gonna, he's gonna be assumption that you and speaks are gonna be together in studio that tomorrow. is the plan yeah. i feel a poo coming he's <laughs> quoting my top i feel yeah, no, a sure. poo coming <laughs> What a Guy, mistake. Guy's got to poop. What a mistake. Everyone does. Yeah, everyone does it. From the 773, Big Ant, what's your favorite food spot both in Chicago and Iowa City? Oh, Iowa City used to have a place called Baldy's that would give out uh, discounted wraps uh, for, for people who didn't have hair. And so I, I love going to Baldy's in Iowa City. I don't believe it exists anymore, though. And here... Uh, we got we got an Eleven City Diner near us. Uh, we got a bunch of good pizza spots near us. It's a tough call. Live in Chicago. Connor O'Donnell, Danny, for you. Did Owen wake up again last night? Yeah, Connor, he did. Yeah, how'd yeah. it go? Just one time, little diaper change situation, but he uh, he oh, no. he he also lied. He said he he had a. I feel a poo coming. Exactly. <laughs> But he said, he said, 
He said he had one already. And then I changed it, and it was just a, like a little wet. Easily could have slept through it. He just wants to spend time with you. You're at work so, so long. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I spend a ton of time with my kids. I love my kids. And Marta. <laughs> I love. <laughs> yeah. I can't even say this anymore. It's going to be used against me. It's terrible. You love Marta? I, I'm not. I, 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 I respect and cherish the work that she does, and she is a part of the family. Ooh. I tell this, I hate you. Respectful, <laughs> platonic love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Daddy. I didn't play that, man. As we know, he makes a sound better than we are every day. Tanny plays a sound. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Marta. Yeah. I played that one. Yeah. 815, Big Ant, do you believe Speaks the time that he ghosted you on the sidewalk? Do you believe that he really didn't see you, or was he big-timing you? Oh, no. He, he 100% saw me. I mean, I'm difficult to miss. Now, did he specifically recognize it was me from further away? All right, I'll give him some some grace on that. But I mean, I'm a I'm a giant black man walking hand in hand with a tiny person. We're locking eyes as I walk down the street. No, he he saw me. Now, you know, did he feel like talking at the moment? No, he said he had something going on with his wife. So I believe that part. But he saw me. There are a lot of phone calls. I <laughs> am. <laughs> I was going to say, I believe that part, too. <laughs> Gave it to myself. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Anthony, what's the worst thing you've ever seen or done at the bottom of a pile? Oh, you know what? Good there was some Northwestern offensive lineman. Uh, wasn't Peter Skaronsky. I'm much older than him. But back in college, there was, there was man, there was some guy who really liked to, to try and find a, an orifice that, that should not have had anything going into it. Just to try and beat you to the football. That happened a couple of times against Northwestern back in the day. There was a guy, man, I, I felt bad about it afterwards in the NFL at the bottom of a pile where I grabbed somebody's finger and I twisted it so hard that he did have a, a verbal scream in the moment that I kind of felt bad about it after. You break his finger? No, I wasn't broken, but I twisted it in a way it shouldn't have been. Intentionally? Well, yes, I was trying to get the football. <laughs> Bad guy. The ball bro. is the ball, and it's the most important thing. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. That's right, Flues. That guy. Um, This was fun. Agreed. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. A lot of fun, man. Good times. Absolutely. DeMar DeRozan should be blamed as well. I mean, yeah, we didn't even circle back around to it. We did. I, I don't – it's not – no one is blameless when a team is bad. I just think sometimes people expect dudes – like, DeMar DeRozan's – 32 years old. Zach Levine's been in the NBA for a decade, so he's not going to become an elite defender at this point either. I'm like considered a Zach defender. I I, I don't think that the pro the, the team is flawed. Their three best Very. their three best players are not two way players. They all were not two way players when you signed them or traded yep. for them. Yep, 100. So, you, you know what I mean. And uh-huh. then when you then add in the Lonzo injury, mm-hmm. like who is a great two-way player and covers up a lot of those mistakes, and Caruso was hurt last year, it's a problem. And then there's a a little bit of a heart issue, right? And then that comes as a reflection of players and coaching. There's plenty of... And just an aptitude for the game. Yeah, there's a... I mean, getting physical with him, I completely agree with Will on that, but they they just, they don't seem bright too often. There's plenty of blame to go around. I just, in the pie chart of blame, for me, DeRozan would have a fairly small slice of that blame. For me. Billy Donovan, I'm sure he has at some point, needs to make it apparent. That guy, the the big one, the seven-footer, who's leading the team in assists for like the last month, 
He might be our best player. Treat him in that regard, and we're better when we do. He's Ant Heron. We had Boomer Esiason and John Morosi and Peter Skaronsky on the show today. Thank you to Connor O'Donnell, Twitch chat and video stream, sharing Reader and our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill does make us sound better each and every day, even if he makes me sound bad often. Uh, for Anthony Heron, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is the score. It was so outside. It was so bizarre and so grotesque. I feel a poo coming! <laughs> that I could only laugh. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.